0: I've seen so many pictures of Mm -hmm. just my team out sending me successes of leagues that they're supporting, um, you know, them making up POS for countless centers. So there's a lot of successes.
1: Roxanne, thanks so much for coming on today. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I know this is one we've been talking about, you know, for a while now. Um, So for the people who haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, the company you're with, you know, tell us who you are.
0: All right, cool. So I'm Roxanne Diaz. Um, I'm with Boston Beer Company. Um, So Boston Beer, we represent brands like Angry Orchard, Sam Adams, Truly, Twisted Tea, and Dogfish Head. Um, We also have um, two local breweries, uh, Coney Island in New York and Angel City in Los Angeles.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I've been with Boston Beer for 14 years. So I started on the East Coast um, and now I live here in San Diego. And I've been working with uh, BPAA on being the beer sponsor. Uh, so I kind of had up our, our sponsorship with BPAA. And I've been working with you guys really since 2020. So like right, hmm. our sponsorship was supposed to start and then COVID hit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so we kind of Down kept rolling in. So it's been a right. uh, tricky time.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that they had so many of those large brands. It's really quite a conglomerate at this point.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have something for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit more, maybe, you know, from that 2020 on some of the, you know, programs or initiatives or how you've kind of led that sponsorship. Cause that seems to be a really fruitful partnership, but I know it's one of the newer ones. Obviously everybody knows the Pepsi one. This one seems to be a really cool one that you guys, you, you have a lot more to offer than some of the people I think realize.
0: Yeah. So thanks for asking that. And we had a lot of time to work on some of these, um, Sponsorships and programs because during COVID, just we had a lot of planning time. So um, one of the things that we first launched with and rolled with, uh, pun intended, was uh, branded beer balls. Um, so we actually have um, beer balls that you um, you can actually order a kit with POS to help promote the beer balls and uh, doing like a branded beer ball league. Uh, so essentially, we have, um, you can use it for each of our brands. So we have one for Angry Orchard, one for Sam Adams, you know, one for all of, all five of our brands. And um, the way we've seen it really successful is if let's say you have like a 12 week league, you want to do a beer ball league, uh, you essentially would incorporate the cost of the ball for each player within that. So, if the Mm. ball costs, I think it's $75, you would take that $75 and divide it up by 12 weeks. And that's how they're essentially the bowlers paying for the ball. So, it's really not a cost to the center. Um, And, you know, really it's a fun promotion. We have um, also branded POS. So, we have um, thematic uh, bowling themed posters banners, uh, table tents that uh, centers can order directly through um, our business, business asset management profile. And if they go through the BPAA website, they should be able to access it there. Yes.
1: Yeah, so because you, you guys provide a lot of like pretty much all the, the stuff you would need to promote it and get, get it out there. You guys provide for free, right?
0: Yeah. Well, essentially. Yeah. Well, we can print that kind of, we can help with printing. Sometimes a center mm-hmm. will print themselves or a wholesaler can help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a team that can help. So if For example, if uh, at Bowl Expo, I've had several proprietors come up to me and ask, how can they, how can I connect them with our local team? We've had a lot of success. If you reach out to us or reach out to Jay Tritely from BPAA, they can connect you with a Boston beer rep they'll basically mm-hmm. connect you with me. I'll find the right Boston beer person, they can set up a meeting uh, with each bowling center manager and kind of see how we can support them, whether it's posters, signage, swag, whatever it is that they usually mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's one program. Uh, we also have hidden pins. So kind of like the colored pins uh, okay. for, for tr- uh, truly and twisted tea. So essentially, um, how those promos work is uh, you would choose a night, let's say a Thursday night, maybe feature Twisted T, Twisted Thursday, and if the pin comes down, you know you don't know it comes down randomly. They have to kind of let some like someone that works at the center know, hey, the, right. the Twisted T pins down. They bowl a strike. You know they can win prizes and stuff. Um, and That's some, cool. yeah, some of the centers have done um, spin wheels, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. So You can mm-hmm. do like. Um, a discounted food item or a free bowling game, so it kind of gets people back into the centers. Right, um, and we can also help with like I don't know, koozies, sunglasses, small little things that can kind of just be fun as well. Yeah,
1: just like some swag and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Very cool. So two, and then sorry, the last one because we have a lot. So the, yeah, the most- no,
1: I that, yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> we want to go through them.
0: I'm a little chatty. Um, so the last one, which I'm super excited about, is what I'm, our um, okay. our brand jerseys. So this one we have for all of our brands. This is our twisted T one, and this has been so far. I, this was actually a lot of proprietors we were asking back on what other programs they would want, and this is this was the most requested one that I've I've gotten really? in the market. So we've had a lot of success. I've had a lot of pictures come through. Uh, we're We've had like five different teams all wearing different branded jerseys. Uh, so super fun and engaging program, so mm-hmm. for that as well.
1: So, you know, how's that program work? Is that like the kind of like the have a ball with a Jersey or what's the difference? Yeah,
0: I would say very similar to the branded beer balls. So if they wanted to do Jersey leagues again, so they, they can do Jersey leagues and all the league players for each team it could be like a team twisted, or we have Sam Adams, you know, we have those for all five of our brands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same thing. The cost of the jerseys is only $35. Mm. Um, so in the same thing, if it's a four week league or eight week league, you would just take that cost and divide it up. And most yeah. people are really super excited. Uh, yeah. To
1: get yeah. That's super cool. So you we have the Jersey, the ball, and then you said the other one was the, the second one. What was that again?
0: The pins. Uh, so the we pins, have, that's right. yeah, the pins we have right now just for twisted tea and for truly. So we have two different okay. ones, the truly ones like a green pen and the twisted is a yellow, bright yellow pen.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit, maybe some, you know, maybe not a case study, but success stories or some of the people you hear who are doing really well with these. I'd love to hear maybe some of the things that are doing or a little bit of feedback or, you know, experience about the people who actually put these into practice. Because I think it's out there for everybody, right? But only so many people are doing it. Tell me about yeah. the people who are crushing it or how they're crushing it. Like who's doing it well?
0: Yeah. So I know um, you, I think you actually did a podcast with Tanya. Yeah, uh, of course. from Oregon as well. So mm-hmm. So um she did a truly uh, pin night mm-hmm. and she did a really fantastic job promoting it through her social media and getting people mm-hmm. excited and hyped up with uh, videos and um, sending out messaging and getting people to sign up. And she's had a lot of success because she's it's not just what we provide, but then also kind of what you take from there on your end as well. To help promote it so Mm -hmm. i think she's done a fantastic job just creating excitement and just getting people excited to sign up for it at her center as well
1: okay so you got to do a good job of promoting it getting out there what about anything like you're seeing like do you guys help the centers kind of start it or give them a template of how to promote it or if if someone's interested in one of these what's the the first thing that they should
0: yeah i would say really and i direct our team like our team when we're out selling in the market
1: Mm -hmm. um
0: i would i usually would direct them to jay tritely from uh, strike 10 marketing right Uh, Mm -hmm. because what he can do is get them set up with a kit and Mm. the kit will include um You know posters signage um even like uh case cards that you can put on the top of a counter to show like how to sign up and how to Mm -hmm. get people to sign up because we can send posters in and we can get stuff you know on our from our team and say like hey we're featuring truly for example for truly pin night and we can help you know with bucket features or if you have it on draft or like special prices and stuff like that to help sell Mm -hmm. more truly for these events but the events are only going to be successful if you promote them and so by promoting them like i said it's at center so having visibility in your center, like ask us how to sign up for truly pin night or whatnot, mm-hmm. or come or how to be part of that. And um, I think also, you know, potentially, you know, going to out in your community, maybe going to local restaurants or local bars or, you know, you know, wherever you would want to invite bowlers in, maybe handing out flyers, because I think we mm-hmm. can also create flyers for you yeah. uh, for people to sign up or come in and promote it. So I think that's it's really just letting people know what you're doing and then getting them excited about it.
1: Okay, yeah, for sure. So then, you know, like you said, promoting it, what about like operating the league? Do you guys have any like template for that or everyone can kind of do their own rules or like, what does that look like for, for these programs?
0: So I think that it's gonna just kind of vary by by center. Mm-hmm. Have what you guys already, a lot of a lot of centers already have leagues going on. And so mm-hmm. really this is just a way to help enhance it and create. Great excitement! Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that um, we have like a how-to guide that we can send with like details of like how to lay it out. How many, if you're doing this many weeks, what you would charge, you know? Yeah. Like, so there are how-to guides that, and again, that's I'd say a huge resource. Besides Boston Beer, is is Strike Ten Marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really fantastic and jay tritely he's my buddy i mean we talk all the time yeah. uh he is so quick to respond so i, I highly yes. would encourage anyone if they're not reaching out like, like this is what we're here for right we mm-hmm. want to help you guys for me we want to help you sell more beer right and you know, like 10 they just want to help make sure you're successful and have all the tools that you need so yeah. it's a great partnerships so I feel like there's a lot of resources to be had and the squeaky wheel gets the oil so you just just right. just out and, and I would say the best place is, is strike 10 marketing for sure yeah, and yeah. connect with us too
1: yeah, that's a great point I think a lot of times they see you know like the promotions that strike 10 does like, you know like the Macy's Day parade and all that stuff they forget that they have these treasure trove of resources like they have oh, yeah. you know bank of content but also like that sounds like a really good piece to have I didn't even know they had it was the how to set up one of these leagues guides
0: yeah, because, exactly. It's like know. detailed step-by-step. Step. Like we have a kind of like a two-sided flyer um, and I could certainly share some of these with you for us and if sure. you can put maybe on your yeah, website. Yeah, will link it in, the,
1: in the show notes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And on there, it'll have like Jay's contact info as well, but on the mm-hmm. how-to, it kind of ha- shows the POS that we have available and that kind of stuff. But if you need a more detailed guide, um, mm-hmm. again, I would just reach out to uh, Strike10. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's critical. Cause I mean, <clears throat> we can get people excited, but they gotta have a good experience when they're when they're there, right? That's where the rubber meets the road. So it's cool that you guys have that in place.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think just you know, really getting your team behind it is what I would always recommend. If you have staff that's helping promote it and create excitement, if you choose, for example, to do your your league nights or like the hidden pin nights a night maybe if you if you don't or if you do have a dj that can help promote it that makes Mm -hmm. it fun or if you have a really outgoing bartender or someone who is not afraid to get on a microphone to help promote it it Mm -hmm. just creates excitement and that to me that's what makes it fun and engaging so i think again it's we can give you the tools but it's kind of how you take these tools and what you do with them right yeah i think
1: I think you, you gotta have a lot of like excitement and promotion on these because they're less about like the, the sport. I think maybe not all of them, but it's more about you know the social component, right? You're trying to get them to to drink some more beer and have fun with their friends. So it's really about getting them you know excited to have fun rather than just purely. You, you got to have that to rely on that versus maybe the competitive aspect.
0: Yeah. Exactly, mm. and and drinking beer. This is where we're the perfect pairing because bowling equals fun, and mm-hmm. beer and you know our products equals fun. So it's a really perfect mm. pairing for bowling. Right,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah any other um, examples of people you're seeing who, who are crushing it with uh, these types of leagues or promotions, uh, or the programs you guys have?
0: Um, I mean, nothing specific for me to call out. I've seen so many pictures of mm-hmm. just my team. Out sending me successes of leagues that they're supporting, um, you know, them making up POS for s- countless centers. So there's a lot of successes. Um, mm. but I just, I think. You know again it's just driving the visibility and letting people know that you're doing them with signage is a big mm-hmm. way to help promote it and you know again our team's here to help so i think you know those that reach out you know if we can connect you with, with a boston beer rep to help and really kind of where we fit in above and beyond like a distributor like distributors are essentially providing the beer they're doing the orders for the centers sure. um so but where we can add value is, um, helping like individual needs with, like I said, swag and like just kind of helping with like custom signage or kind of mm. see, every center is going to be different, right? What they want to push and what they're promoting. If you're trying to push any food items, we can even do like beer pairings and create signage for you. It's like we can help in a lot of ways. Um, but it's, it's really, again, those that reach out and let us kind of show you what we can do is, is the biggest thing. Right. So just kind of mm. reaching out and and letting us connect.
1: Yeah, that's a great point, actually, because I think, you know, I'm asking about what's working broadly, but you're saying it's a very specific kind of way that you're able to help most people. Like what works for one center might not necessarily translate, but if they can reach out to you, you can kind of coach them through, hey, let's let's try some of these in your set.
0: Yeah, and I think from like a beer perspective, you know, and like how to like sell like sell more beer, um, something we've seen a lot of success with is bucket specials and bucket mm. promotions. Yeah. Um, I think something that we were trying to help solve and help provide some support for uh, coming out of COVID is like ease of service and like quick service, you know, being like short staffed I think we're still struggling a little bit. It's a lot better now, but we're still struggling with like staffing. So kind of like how can you provide the offerings that are going to be the easiest for your bartenders and your staff to be able to sell and get out and for you guys to make more money, right? Trade up, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that's kind of where we come in because we're craft beer and we are leaders in beyond beer, which is kind of like your ciders, your seltzers and your, your FMVs, which is yeah. a flavor malt beverage with Twisted Tea. Um, And like ready to drink co- RTDs, ready to drink cocktails have been really big as well. Yeah. And we play we play in that area as well with Dogfish Head. We have canned cocktails.
1: Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, and they, They're very popular. Bowl Expo, I would say Twisted Tea and Truly and Dogfish Head canned cocktails and but mm. we're a beer company right? Boston right beer. now it's kind of like boston beyond beer
1: <laughs> boston beverages <laughs> So many products,
0: yeah. yeah so like, um, it really helps with like ease of service and then also just mm. selling more beer right so just mm. kind of bucket specials getting it on feature you know potentially doing pictures if you have us on draft um those are t- types of ways that you can you know get people in because people always want to know where's a good special where's a good happy hour right like where can I go where you're, maybe it's like a fun activity, but where they know that they're going to have a good price special mm-hmm. that drives people in. And so that could be a great way to tie in with some of these programs is doing like featured beers, you know, that you're kind of showcasing, hopefully Boston beer. Right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's actually a perfect transition because I wanted to shift gears and talk a little bit about what you see in the, um, you know, beyond beverage market in the beer market, kind of what's popular today, what you see selling, you know, what's, what's really hitting home with people. I'd love to yeah. hear, you know, kind of, uh, Market report, quote unquote. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if you kind of look over overall in the beer industry, kind of the landscape, it's shifted a lot in the last five years. And really, what's growing in beer is beyond beer. That mm. is like what's growing the most. It's exponentially growing. And as I mentioned, beyond beer, that includes your FMBs, which is a flavored malt beverage, and twisted tea would be the leader in tea okay. and that so twisted tea we have about 98 percent market share of tea wow. of the tea market yeah so there's a lot of new hard teas coming out there but twisted tea is if you're going to carry a hard tea it's twisted tea that's what people are asking for right um also in beyond beer are your seltzers and we have truly uh, so we we have the number two seltzer and it's, uh, it's huge. If you took uh, truly and twisted tea, and I kind of told you all the other brands we carry, it makes up about 80% of what we sell Wow, it's truly and twisted tea. And we have yeah. Sam Adams and we have angry orchard, you know, we have some very large brands. So
1: yeah. Exploding.
0: Yeah. And then the RTDs are included in that as well. And that's another okay. area that's, it's hugely growing up and coming. Uh, yeah. If you look at beer specifically, what's growing in beer, uh, non alks is actually growing. So it's a smaller base, but it's actually mm-hmm. an area that is growing right now. Um, very mm-hmm. fast. I'd say it's the second or mm-hmm. third fastest growing category in beer wow. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, craft or And then imports. Imports are definitely growing. And a lot of that's being driven by Modelo. And I'm sure, sure. You your son will agree mm-hmm. with that. And it's yeah. not just, I, I'm in Southern California. It's not just Southern California.
1: <laughs> what do you think that is?
0: You know, it's interesting. It's younger drinkers mm-hmm. and there are maybe looking for a little more flavor but like just i don't i don't understand it's crazy but <laughs> right. dello and just that's really what's driving the the imports and it's it's one of those those things where if i'm walking in and i work for boston beer and, you know, I do national accounts and, you know, of course I'm going to make some recommendations on what products from us you should carry. Mm-hmm. But if you're not carrying Modelo or a very strong import, if you're not carrying a light beer, you know, you're, that's something that you could be missing on opportunity because you'll yeah. lose guest satisfaction. So right. those are some of the things that it's, it's very important to have like a balanced portfolio and a balanced lineup. Right. But, but yeah, that's, it's, it is crazy <laughs> that really that <laughs> import to continue to grow, but it's, mm-hmm. like the trendy hipster kind of cool thing Mm -hmm.
1: yeah interesting yeah i mean yeah can't go wrong with that one um what about so the the seltzer i know we talked about that a bit it seemed like a year or two ago that was like off the charts all the rage that's like completely taking over is that cooled off a little bit or still on track or i just don't hear as much about that the growth about those
0: yeah. I mean, seltzer itself, hard seltzer it, in general is mm-hmm. a huge category. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, and yes, I'd say two years ago, three years ago, I mean, it was exponentially skyrocketing. Yeah. So there's only so many years you can have of this right. growth. <laughs> yeah. And so right now what we're seeing is like a stabilization. So with any mm-hmm. brand, when you launch a brand, you have success, it's going to kind of drive, you know, up sales, up sales, and then it kind of stabilizes. So we're kind sure. of at that stabilizing point right right now. And as a company, we um, are the innovators in the seltzer category and we really came out with more full flavored seltzers um but with, when you look at the majority of what's selling within seltzer it's your hint of flavor so mm. and for us we're putting a lot of focus now a lot of our advertising a lot of our innovation is going to be in that hint of flavor um because that's really where 90% of the seltzer drinkers are and, and you so say you say hint can't... of flavor
1: that's like a a lower flavor profile or, or describe that a little bit for me right?
0: Yeah so like so for example people that are Familiar with truly are white cans. It's going to be a hint of flavor, so it's going to be a little less sweet. Uh, I would have say the flavor profile is almost more similar to like a LeFroy or like a soda oh. water with a hint of flavor. Yeah, okay. so That's that's hint of flavor. For us, um, our kind of more colored cans, so like our 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 lemonade lineup, they're black cans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, those are going to have a, a sweeter, kind of more bolder flavor. We have a punch line, like mm-hmm. punch. Yeah, mm-hmm. like tropical punch, fruit right. punch. Those are going to have a sweeter profile. Um, they're still going to have. I think part of what drove seltzer in general, like what kind of really made it hot and go crazy in the first place, was the um, health aspect of it. Yeah. So Absolutely. you know, ours are um, fermented cane sugar, so we don't use any malt or. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gluten-free. Yeah, it's gluten free. Yeah, not not all seltzers are gluten free, so you have to kind of like make sure you're reading labels and understand that, but truly right. is, uh, it's a fermented cane sugar versus like a malt base. Okay. And um, they're all 5% alcohol. They have about uh, two grams of sugar, so they're keto friendly. So I think, uh, and they're 5% alcohol. So I think people, when this first came out and they didn't really understand and know what it was, none of us knew. We, you know, I thought yeah. it was like eight bowls when I, we found out we're launching <laughs> truly, like a hard soda water. I thought it right. was a joke. <laughs> it's because we really, no no one even understood like how amazing this is because you Mm -hmm. can drink something after having a workout and not feel guilty and you can be on a keto diet and you're not cheating if you have a truly. And so I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of what really drove a lot of excitement around it and just kind of like a lot of people trialing it. I think we also captured a lot of um, light drinkers. And if you look at beer overall, I mean, light beer, even though it's not growing like it used to, it's still huge. Of right. what, you know, the majority of what's being sold in beer. And so we mm-hmm. kind of retain some of that market with Truly. And so it's just, it's still a huge market. And so yes, it's kind of stabilizing, but it's still mm-hmm. massive. Yeah, it was
1: still
0: yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a trend. <laughs> it's here to stay. Right. Um, but kind kind of
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the, I think the other aspect of it is I think maybe even calories is, is slightly lower compared to maybe not some of the light beers or comparable stuff, but compared to an IPA or something, you know, it's yeah. probably half or, you know, yeah. less than the 100 half.
0: calories. Yeah, 100 yeah. calories in a 12 ounce can. So,
1: yeah, which you really can't get anything below that with, with alcohol. You know, for a, yeah. that serving of alcohol, you the, the, the calories are all just from the alcohol, so you can't really get below that. Yeah, without exactly. Sacrificing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly. You want to make sure if you want to taste good.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of committed to that. Very and cool. Something-
0: yeah, something that's cool um, about Truly and Twisted Tea is we actually have it on draft.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. So you can pour it on tap and they're, they will be your most profitable kegs. And by that, I mean, you're not wasting any of your keg to foam. And right. that's like, a big. that's a big, um, like, pro- basically it's most profitable because you just, you know, how many ounces. waste. Yeah. How many ounces mm-hmm. are being poured out if you like you know, look at, you know, how many ounces per keg, and you multiply that by mm-hmm. how many months in a year, how much is yeah. to foam? Yeah, so I a was key. just in
1: a, uh, a main event. And uh, just at one of these uh, state associations I was talking about. And it must have been a newer bartender. She was pulling the keg or the tap from the top. And yeah. it's half foam. And I'm like, hey, yeah. All you got to do is pull it from the bottom and you're gonna save your employer a ton of money. Uh,
0: and you just, <laughs> just see, see it, it. dumping, dumping, yeah, dumping. Exactly.
1: Dumping, yeah. yeah, she tried it three times. And I'm sure she's doing it all day. Yeah. From the bottom.
0: And that actually Kind of reminds me of something too. another resource um, that Boston Beer does have that I, I believe is not being tapped into nearly enough um, is our, we have a digital training assets.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we actually have, um, and again, for anyone that wants to get connected, and I can also send you information about how to sign up for it, but we have uh digital education that centers can actually roll out to their servers and bartenders. You can access mm-hmm. it from your phone. And we have topics on how to pour beer properly. So mm-hmm. that's on there. Uh, we have t- like basically talking about beer and food, talking about the differences between ales versus lagers, like you know, the brewing process. Um, even just like describing our beers and tasting notes of any of the Boston beer products that any of the centers are carrying. Mm -hmm. There's a whole plethora of um, just videos that are already here and exist that, you know, I know Jay again is a huge fan of it. Jay Tritley at uh, strike 10 Um, and we push it out in the news newsletters that go out. We always have links in that. So I'll make sure that that it's included in the next one that goes out. Um, But just, I think that's, that's a tool that I think it's at your disposal all you have right. to do is just click and sign up, and use that to help educate your staff.
1: Yeah, that's really valuable, and I know the BPAA. That's like their major push right now is the education front. So yep. they're even paying people, uh, paying centers to for every educational piece that their employees take. So I know wow. that's a big push and be really helpful because I think a lot of these times it's you know the. People who work at the bowling centers tend to be a bit younger crowd. Not always, but uh, you know, on average, you know, it could be a first job or a job through high school. That's just stuff they they shouldn't know because they're not drinking. <laughs> like, they shouldn't even know it. But you know, it's something that you come in, you can learn it. It really ups your game as your product yeah, service.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. then helps helps give them talking points on how to upsell, right? Exactly. If up, yeah. If you upsell to a craft beer or at this point beyond beer, it's it's a trade up from light beer, and you're making more money. On that, Mm -hmm. and if a server or bartender is selling three or four twisted teas versus three or four Coors Lights or Bud Lights, they're they're going to be making extra tips, and then there's more cash in the drawer, right? So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, upselling is a way to kind of increase your profitability with the people that you have coming in your centers. You know, I know people want to, okay, how do I bring more people in? But now that you have people in there, how do you drive the most sales while they're in there? And, and craft beer and beyond beer is really a great way to do that because we're right. extremely So
1: Yeah, and, and I, I cut you off about the profitability of the uh, kegs with the yeah. twisted. So you're saying that those have the most profit because they're the highest utilization rates. And then is I any, mean, because I feel like that's probably something that it's a no brainer, like, yeah, you could do those, but I feel like not a lot of people probably do have them. Yeah, money.
0: I think, we're getting a lot. We're getting a lot more centers uh, through our exposure at state shows and summit and bowl expo that are signing mm-hmm. up for it and 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 seeing the value and putting it on draft. Um, you know, I would say also another selling point of having it on draft is you can do. Simple mixology, like an ad shot. So mm. you know, for twisted tea, if you have a flavored uh, whiskey, like a peach whiskey or a peach vodka or a citrus vodka, mm-hmm. it's a shot and a beer, and that's mm. always good. But that's it's that trade-up value. Yeah, people would yeah. shot shoot it, or you can serve it over ice and just pour the shot in. So it's again quick ease of service. Right. You know, you don't you're not trying to like reinvent the book with you know fancy cocktails. It's a bowling center, right? So. Mm-hmm. You know how can your bartender get the most ring out of that out of that customer the bowler Mm -hmm. who's coming in there how can they get them you know to spend that extra you know two three dollars it's an ad you know could be ad shot with the tea and truly so we actually have um books of mixology with some ideas. So if anyone wants access to that as well, uh, we can provide links and I'll make sure that Jay has that available as well on the time website. You guys got
1: a little bit of everything. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, that's a great point. Cause it's almost like that, you know, McDonald's the whole famous thing. Uh, do you want to supersize that? It's like, hey, do you exactly. want to add a shot to this? And that's exactly. easy yes, no question that is gonna, you know, could fifty percent more of the sale price just from one little question? Exactly. Yeah, I like exactly. that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else uh, you're seeing in the market you think is notable that proprietors should should know about?
0: Uh, again, I mentioned the uh, non-alc, and I actually yeah. did want to touch on that um, because we actually have um, a non-alc beer. It's called Just the Haze with Sam Adams. Uh, we actually won gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival for the best non-alc beer in America. Wow. this past year so super mm-hmm. excited for that and um it's something that i've had a lot of success with again i call i call on national chains uh we've, we've been getting a ton of new placements of that so something i would recommend for any center um if you don't have non-alcoholic beer it's it's a miss um mm-hmm. so whether it's us or someone else you know i, w- I would recommend carrying a non-alcoholic beer yeah. um, of course of course being the official beer sponsor of bowling and bpaa uh we hope that it would be our Sam Adams, but the feedback on the beer and, and kind of what we're seeing in non-alp is similar to what we saw happen in the beer industry in the 80s. So if you think of non-alp, you know, it used to be just like your yellow beer. So we're talking like um, Oduls or St. Right. right. So just so, kind of mm-hmm. like your, your yellow kind of easy drinking beer. Then we saw like the imports come in, like Heineken Zero, which is a right. huge one. Right. Mm -hmm. So then we start to see that kind of pick up a little bit. And now within the last couple of years, you're seeing people are looking for more flavor. People Mm -hmm. are choosing a non-alc beer, not because they just don't drink beer at all, or they don't drink, you know, it's not just people that don't drink at all that are drinking non-alc beers. Who's drinking non-alc beers are some of our younger consumers who Mm -hmm. want to be able to maybe have a beer and maybe be able to drink, you know, a few throughout the night. So it's kind of like their pacer beer. Mm -hmm. A lot of the youth, they're kind of looking at like healthier alternatives. So like, even though it's not necessarily like a truly or like a, a low calorie option, it's a healthier choice than drinking beer all night, sure. but they don't want to sacrifice the flavor. And yeah. so we're seeing that what's really driving the growth of non alcoholic beers that I mentioned earlier is these craft non out beers. And our Sam Adams, Just the Haze. Uh, if anyone um, hasn't tried it, please reach out to your distributor or your local uh, Boston beer rep to get mm-hmm. you a sample because if you try it and if I didn't tell you it was a non-op beer you would think you're drinking an IPA like right. a hazy IPA it mm-hmm. is phenomenal. it's delicious mm. I love beer it's yeah. so good but <laughs> I kind of want to have a little a, a little kick when I'm drinking a beer because if right. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. meat I'm gonna have the calories then I want you know to get the buzz right. as well yeah, exactly. but not everybody's that way and mm-hmm. so it's something that I, I, I'd i be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, that the non-alcoholic opportunity and that your center should be carrying that as
1: well. Yeah, that's a great point because I feel like, you know, before it, just having some kind of non-alcoholic beer, it's just, you kind of get what you get, right? You mean you know, there's two options, like that's all you get. You wouldn't expect to get more, but now people are like, hey, if it's there, I, I want something, I want to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And I think... I think kind of a misconception that maybe some of our retailers and operators might have is that non-alp beer doesn't sell, but mm. then they need to reevaluate what is it you're carrying. Because if you're yeah. having, like, you know, Duels or St. Polly's Girl, like you're probably missing, like, you know, a youth, a younger drinker who's looking for a full-flavored non-alp is probably not going to order that. <laughs> They're right. just probably like, I'm not going to waste my money on that because you can charge yeah. what you're charging for your beers. So mm-hmm. I would uh, basically uh, encourage, you know operators to really understand if it's not selling why you know mm-hmm. what are you care and maybe consider trying a full flavored craft
1: and so, what do you think a, a trial would consist of that you know just put a few cases and, and try it or uh, you know, yeah yeah and would that's, be a true test
0: yeah and that's the thing i would say the the beautiful thing about packaged beer is it's not a lifetime commitment you know Probably. right we're not asking yeah. for precious real estate like a draft line i know your draft lines are your your money makers it's it's really bringing in a couple cases but letting people know you have it so yeah. if you have a drink list making sure it's listed on your drink list if you do if you don't display your packaged beer i'd highly recommend that you do so like just you know, because when people walk up to your bar, they're looking at your draft lineup to see what you have. They're right. not necessarily gonna know what you have in package unless you have it prominently displayed, you know, right yeah. behind the back, above, or you have a drink list. And I would I would call it out at this point and make sure that you have it called out on your drink list. Um, another recommend recommendation we also have with drink lists is having a section a special section that Says maybe you have a beer section and then maybe a beyond beer section and then maybe right. you're like your um mm. And this is something I've been recommending to a lot of my chain partners because yeah. uh, I think they're always trying to figure out where do we put this. And right. you know, there's been you know, I work for the company, right? I work for Boston Beer, and I'll be looking on a menu for right. like Angry Orchard or Truly, and if they have it listed with all the beer, sometimes it's hard to find. Like I'm looking right. for it, and yeah. I'm I know they have it, and so, and I'm like, wait, where is it on the list? Mm -hmm. But if you have a section that says beer and you have a section that says beyond beer and a section that's, you know, your non-alc beer, it can Mm -hmm. make it easier for your drinkers to shop. And again, just more likely to get that purchase versus something that you might miss because they didn't know that you have it.
1: Yeah. I mean, even just talking to you about kind of how you guys categorize them is kind of opening my eyes. Like, all right, here's the different categories, because a lot of times it's just... List and it's just everything straight down there alphabetical and it's right. hard to find what you're looking for just based off of that. But put it break into those three categories. Yep, it's super helpful.
0: Especially, I mean, you think of like a place like Yard House. You know, you go into Yard House and they have like a hundred draft lines. Right. They don't know beer. They're walking in and they're so confused. They'll be like, uh, I'll have a Coors Light while I'm thinking yeah. about the next beer, but I just right. don't want to be looking this whole time. Yeah. Same thing. You make the menu shoppable mm-hmm. um, to help increase your sales and, right. and satisfaction of your drinkers.
1: Yeah. Well, and you don't want to be in a line and you don't know what you want and everyone's behind you giving you dagger eyes. Like, just keep going, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, I know we're coming up to the, the top of the hour. I do want to be respectful of your time. So I wanted to just finish out uh, asking you one more question of just maybe where you see things going next. Obviously, no one has a crystal ball, but maybe the next 12 months or so, where do you see things going in the, uh, you know, alcoholic beverage space?
0: Uh, I can tell you this. Uh, it's going to be definitely in the beyond beer category where you're going to still see a ton of innovation coming in. So I think a lot of the innovation is going to be coming in from beyond beer and, you um, RTDs, you're ready to drinks, mm-hmm. is really, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because that's now in a different category. RTDs are like spirits, right? It's like not beer, but we're keeping a close eye on it and we're playing in that as well because that is the area of growth and so I know um bowling is a unique on-premise proposition where rtds do make sense you know it mm-hmm. might not make sense in all of your restaurants and bars right? right but in bowling centers it does so i would keep an eye on that and make sure that you're you're playing in that area. Um, and again, it's because it's quickness, quick ease of service right. and it's probability. Yeah. You know,
1: it's, um, and it's, 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 there's, it's, there's certain legal classifications per state too, I think where some people might not be able to do cocktails, but they can serve one of these things. So yeah. I think it varies by state by state, but I think that's a, a really critical point for some of these guys who might not have a full liquor license to have something very adjacent to, to be able to offer.
0: Yeah, if they don't have a full liquor license, they won't be able to carry the spirit space Cocktails, mm-hmm. but something like a twisted tea or mm-hmm. you know, truly that kind of helps kind of fill that void, kind of makes mm-hmm. you feel like you're having almost like a cocktail. So, like, that's versus beer. So, you know what I mean? So, if people yeah. can't, because not everybody wants to drink a beer. Right. So, make sure that you're getting the sales and, and satisfying all of your, you know, Uh, guests that are coming in you want to make sure that you're playing in all the right spaces but I would keep that's that's where our eyes at and Mm -hmm. you know we're looking at a lot of innovation Uh, we're testing um we actually just launched a truly vodka soda Mm -hmm. this year so Mm -hmm. that's new for us um huge because with the name truly behind it and we're actually testing um right now um truly tequila soda I had my first sample yesterday and it Mm -hmm. was Incredible. It sounds
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds well, really so, right. but it's
0: crazy because I never thought when I started with Boston Beer, you know, mm-hmm. it, was Sam, it was like Sam Adams when I started. We had
1: to
0: do that too, but I never thought I'd be s- selling liquor. Right. As well. You know, now I'm, su- but it's kind of cool because now I can, you know, I have everything for my friends too. It's great. <laughs> yeah
1: right yeah yeah. If you're the party. Right, no. yeah that's yeah it's really cool and interesting. Uh, that seems to be yeah, I've heard that a couple of different times. That's really like the the next uh, hard seltzer kind of area is, is in that space.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's you can you can charge more for them. people, will pay more for them, hmm. and just it saves some time. So again, for bowling, it's a great proposition. Yeah,
1: especially with the volume. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, well, uh, this has been a lot of fun, extremely informative to me. I've I've learned a lot here. uh, So I appreciate you coming on, Roxanne. And I'm sure that others are going to learn, too. Um, If anyone wants to reach out to you or learn more about what you guys have to offer, what's the best way to get in touch?
0: Um, I can provide my email. uh, Do you want me to just provide it right now? Yeah,
1: Yeah. we'll put it in the show notes, too.
0: Sure. Um, So it's Roxanne, uh, no E, so R O X A N N dot. D-I-A-Z at bostonbeer.com. Awesome. So that's, that's the best way to contact me. And I'll make sure mm-hmm. if you're looking to reach out to your local Boston beer person, I'll make sure I get you connected with the right person.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Very generous of you. Thank you. And, you know, yeah. obviously Roxanne's a wealth of knowledge. So do reach out to her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, this has been a lot of fun, Roxanne. I'm hoping to, or uh, excited to see you again at the next show, and we'll uh, link up sh- soon, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have a beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Right, thanks. Well, cheers.